I think I may have been in sixth grade. The gym teacher at my elementary school wanted to buy a stopwatch for the school. I guessed to time how fast he could have us run or climb ropes. My father ran a jewelry and watch repair shop. The gym teacher tracked me down so that I would be able to serve as an intermediary for the purchase. I brought him a catalog of products, took his selection back to my father, delivered the stopwatch when it arrived, and brought back the payment. I suppose that for sixth graders today, that might not seem like something significant. But I felt proud and honored to be called in and trusted to perform that role. It was, in a way, a message to me that I was seen as responsible. It fit with the message that I had somehow got from my family that I needed to figure out what I was supposed to do, do what I was supposed to do, and do it right. So I set about reading the room to figure out what was going on around me, figure out what I was supposed to do, planning, rehearsing, anticipating contingencies, all so I could do what I was supposed to do and do it right. There are good things in my life now, and I am grateful for them. Whatever I've accomplished in my life is founded a lot on working that process time and again. But that's not the whole story. There's another side to all of that responsibility. In the months at the end of her life, I watched my mother keep trying to do what she was supposed to do, even though she was no longer physically able to. It seemed that by keeping everything nailed down and under control, she felt she could avoid the inevitable. I saw fear and frustration supplant the sense of peace that I wish she'd had. Her program of doing what she was supposed to do was no longer productive. And I realized how much of that behavior was in me, how a dynamic of planning, doing, and stressing had its limitations. I went back to Chicago in August for my 50th year high school reunion. I already knew that I was terrible at remembering people. You're already laughing. <laughs> I already knew that I was terrible at remembering people, and I dreaded the conversations. Do you remember so-and-so? Or don't you remember me? <laughs> I had thought about why that was. I was pressed to think about it even further when I was there and witnessed all the connections between other people and saw that I had not stayed connected to people who were good friends. I realized that in high school and in many of the years since, I had been focused on doing what I was supposed to do. Nurturing and maintaining connections with people was not something I knew I was supposed to do. It's not that I decided against it. It wasn't even on my radar. I saw how planning and doing and stressing as a life plan not only had limitations, but I could begin to see some of what it cost me. So there are parts of me that are underdeveloped. 
that have not been fed. I need to develop them, and in doing so, evolve the whole person that I am. I want to hear and experience the music that falls on my ear. I want to stay open to connections and experiences with other people, even if I am somewhat developmentally delayed in that area. I want to be open to the spirit in the present moment, not rehearsing what I need to do tomorrow or debriefing what I didn't get done yesterday. I want to be authentic and take up space in the current conversation and not be restrained by whether or not I'm doing it right. I have the perspective and good reason to change some lifelong patterns. Changing lifelong patterns is not easy. I don't know how my evolution will unfold, but I am called to expand into the larger story of who I am. Come, let us worship together.